Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Working from home? Protect your sensitive data with an extra layer of security at expressvpn.com slash inside. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Gaming Podcast, where we talk all about video game news and woo. We have, once again, a lot to talk about, mostly cyberpunk. <laughs> but first, let's get to the introductions. I'm Brian. I'm Zach. I'm Caden. It's me, Evan Campbell, at Darth Burrito, and I'm so mad Hades got robbed at the Game Awards. It's criminal. It's a crime. I don't know if these game journals are doing. Nobody played this game. I don't know what happened, but it's easily the best game of the year. That was my game yeah. of the year, although Super Meat Boy Forever is coming out December 23rd, so that's kind <laughs> of a low-key contender for me. There you uh, go. Sneak in there. Um, uh, but yes, first, let's talk about all the cyberpunk drama, because ugh. there has been a ton of... Um, where to begin? I, I, you guys, if I'm sure if you have played it or if you have opened any kind of video game news website or video uh, channel over the last month, you know, week rather, you know that the game has had a ton of issues, obviously on base PS4s, base Xbox Ones. It's just been a mess. They had to call an investors meeting, like an emergency meeting and CD Projekt Red's like, yeah, we just didn't, we didn't pay that much attention to uh, what they called last gen consoles, which were current gen consoles as At of a time, month ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So Bananas. it's just, it's just, there's, you know, and there's, I would say very understandably allegations of kind of a cover up on their part that they kind of. Uh, tried to hide how bad it performed on PS4s and Xbox Ones. They only gave uh, this PC is the codes. this is the this is the Watergate <sighs> of of the current gen. Uh, it kind of is. It? That's a great it, no. It, that's a great analogy. It is, and it's and it's a shame. Uh, it's Although a, it's, it's the a, crime it's and a, the cover up. In this exactly. Case, yes. You know, this it is both the the DNC robbery and the Nixon uh, <laughs> refusal to to admit uh, awareness. I mean, it's a mess fellas. Yeah, Brian, That's I want to give you a little bit of credit too, because I think earlier on when, when those reviews started coming out and you, you, uh, you kind of called it, you're like, we were going to do a headline for one of the dailies that was like cyberpunk 20 or cyberpunk 2027, 2077 devs like lied about, uh, you know, the, how versions of the game were running. And at that point I felt like it was an early take. And like, I agreed with it to an extent, like they definitely presented only the best version of the game, which was on yes. PC. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, they I mean definitely that's pretty typical being, too. Yeah, you gotta. Yes. You know, we have the qualifier there is whenever somebody's showing you something, mm -hmm. it is the best version of what they have to offer at that moment. Yes. So they're Wait, never going to show Evan's you the garbage. talking about how right I was. Hold on, I don't want to interrupt <laughs> this train of thought here. Well, I, I just like, I think that was like early on, I think it was like a pretty strong take, but also up to that point, everything we've reported and other sites have been reporting about Cyberpunk 2077 was about all of the delays, right? Like it's delayed again. Right. And, and you know, like we joke around a lot on this channel and I think sometimes that gets taken as what? like legitimate ire about waiting for a game to come out and i think everybody who's ever been on this podcast is like come on here and said they're totally fine with delays um but like it's just it's wild to to like since we have this platform it's like it's like wild to take that stance or seemingly have that stance and then be like ah but it, now the game is completely broken you released it too early <laughs> but like i mean as we've also reported like these this game was supposed to be playable on current gen or last gen consoles the ps5 version right now is just 
the PS4 version, but like ported to PS5 right. essentially. Next gen right, versions that isn't of coming Cyberpunk until next year. Yes, next yeah. gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077 are not out right now. Like the way they went about reviews was like completely shady. But it's it's. I also like. I think it's hard in like a headline or whatever to differentiate right. between people who market right. the game and and do PR for the game right. and the people actually working on the game. So like. I, it's complicated. It's like it's gotten super worse. There's been reports that like they're they've lost like a billion dollars in terms of like the value of the valuation. Well, of the yeah, company. their stock has dropped yes. for now. Yeah. It'll yeah. it'll bounce back. And now they're but, out yeah, there saying it, like making promises about next gen, like for PS5 and Xbox Series X, that it's gonna run even better and it's gonna have all these different features and things. And it's just I, maddening. I, I would argue that they absolutely knew that it wasn't running great i feel like that's the reason they delayed it mm. uh also all the bugs and the other things but i feel like delaying it to december let the next gen come out so now they could call all of the consoles that most people have last gen consoles so it, it kind of just that framing just that rhetorical framing sort of i feel like subtly kind of blames you for playing it on old quote unquote hardware when, again, if you're not playing on PC, if you're playing it on console, you're probably playing it on one of those. And I, I think they absolutely knew. I, I think they that's why they only gave PC uh, codes to people. And they wouldn't even let people use their own game capture footage. They restricted them to use B-roll in their interviews to further hide it. Um, and I think it all boils down to money because uh, Bloomberg reported that their bonuses were tied to a Metacritic score Which of 90 or above. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it, it might be comp, but like, uh, and the Metacritic is already down to like in the 80s now. And so is the Open Critic. Uh, so I, I think this is a case of just them willfully misrepresenting how the game would run on a lot of devices and trying to keep pre-orders up, trying to keep it, uh, um, trying to keep their numbers high, their sales numbers high. And, and it's just, uh, I, I think it is very understandably hurt their reputation because it's completely unacceptable the way it runs on uh, base PS4s and Xbox Ones. And, and I get it. You can say, well, you shouldn't be playing it on that. The game has been in development for eight years. It has been marketed forever as for the PS4 and the Xbox One. So to, to do a bait and switch at the last minute, I, I think is just very cynical and and, and you know, very Polish. You, <laughs> you can defend them if you want, but but it's just not. Uh, I know they're scrambling to fix it now, and they say it's going to cost them all this money, but they should fix it. This is no. a this is a terrible sign of current AAA game development where you promise the moon and everything looks great, and oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to just all your choices are going to affect everything, and then the game comes out. And it's just, it is not anywhere close to what was promised. And and for, for people to have to wait two or three months to get it to a playable state is absolutely ridiculous. In, I think in that there, there's still more to that too, because as much as it's not running well on, you know, PS4s and Xbox Ones, which it's still also not really running well on PS5s and Xbox Series Xs or Xbox Series Ss because mm -hmm. it's the same game at the moment. It's right. still also not running well on PCs, especially no. if you have no. an AMD Ryzen. Which, Are you talking about the bugs and everything I'm talking, there, or well, just there's, performance? There, well, I mean, there's bugs, of course, but as far as the, it's like if you have an AMD Ryzen, any kind, 
almost yeah. any kind. For whatever yeah. reason, the game is almost hard-coded to detect it as an ancient version of itself, which means <laughs> oh, it's busted as hell if you yeah. have anything other than, you know, an NVIDIA graphics card, which yeah. is kind of icky. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, it's it basically, uh, what is it? Um, it detects it as a 2011 uh, AMD rather oh, than wow. anything new. So even wow. if it's brand new, it's detecting it as a 2011 AMD processor. So it just doesn't run and there's fixes there, but you have to do that. And it requires some, you know, modification and hex editor, of course, to actually fix that stuff, which is, you know, not exactly accessible to most players. It is accessible to a lot of, you know, higher end PC players. They know yes. how to do that stuff. Yes. But yes. still, you buy the game, it should work. And I'll yes. point back to yes. two podcasts ago where we said, hey, Stadia is landing a big win by getting <laughs> Cyberpunk Day and, yes. day. and guess what? The place to play Cyberpunk, the game it's that everybody <laughs> okay, wanted to play, wait, uh, is wait, freaking wait. Stadia. I have something to say here. The only winner out of all of this is Google Stadia. Listen, <laughs> I, I demand the floor, okay? Some some <laughs> bitch in the comments, because and I this is why I never read the comments. Some, some bitch in the comments wow. is like, remember when I cut out the other week with my... my uh, my Zoom just dropped. My yeah. Zoom call dropped. Yeah, and s some dude was like, "Oh, oh, I see. Zach would rather leave than uh, have a discussion that it helps him admit that he was wrong about the Stadia and giving shit to Stadia." I was like, "My fucking, oh. my fucking Zoom <laughs> crashed. Stop it. Be quiet. Yeah, don't read. Also, don't read too much into it. Don't read too. Yeah. It's oh, just, trust me. This here's the thing. I just. I, I want to. I never. Us, I want. I, I just. I, I. It's this is for you that one some bitch. I. Oh come on. It was a technical issue. <laughs> just really going for it. Listen, uh, I don't think any of us here want cloud gaming to fail. It's an accessibility no, no. thing. It makes things easier for people to play and access things. It means that hey, you only need to have. And you're a not smaller, paying for hardware. Right. Yeah, it's a much easier yeah. way to play a game. Yes. We all want it to succeed. However, yes. it is just not at a place where it's you know, viable for everyone. However, if it is viable for you, you're in luck because you're one of the very few who can actually yes. enjoy Cyberpunk 2077 as the, the way as they the wanted it to. number one Stadia hater on Inside Gaming, as the person who's written all <laughs> the true. stories, true. <laughs> I will freely admit I was wrong. It is, uh, they Stadia absolutely deserves, again, if you can play, if you have a good internet connection and it works for you, it is the best way for most people right now to play it if you don't have a high-end PC. Alana uh, and it, I had this debate, and it's just like, it it works. It does. But I, you I, have to hit those, those, those buttons, those bullet points. You have to have I those right now. I tried Stadia overnight on my iPhone because they, they sort of did that kind of back end. Like, if you just go to Stadia... Uh, the website on your web browser on the phone. Mm -hmm. You can play games that way. I paired my PlayStation 4 controller to it and I've been playing. It it responds remarkably well. So I, they have, I feel like they have been beefing up the service. Um, I think Cyberpunk, as they've almost turned it into a quasi-exclusive for themselves. <laughs> to a degree, yeah, you're not wrong. Which is kind of amazing. And you know what? It, it uh, it, I've been on their subreddit. I see people signing up strictly to play it. Good for them. Like I, I am all for more <laughs> entrance into the field and Caden's exactly right. It's not like we want this thing to fail. Uh, 
I, I, I still think it has a lot of issues. I don't like their business model. There's a lot of issues. Oh, I mean, this is big business. There's oh, there's a ton of there's a litany yes, of issues exactly. that we're not even getting into. We're just talking about the actual platform itself. But you're 100 percent right. And in terms of accessibility, and if you, you like paying zero dollars for hardware is a pretty nice uh, value proposition to play cyberpunk. So yeah, it, it uh, I, I think, uh, you know what? The stadia fans can have a well-deserved <laughs> laugh at, at my expense. And Everybody you know point what? Bring and laugh. I, I, Absolutely. I do want to get back into kind of the quality of cyberpunk 2077 and, and the nature of what's going on with CD project red. I, I will say there yeah. have been a lot of people in our comments who said the game is running fine for them on PC. I'm playing on series X and it's mostly running fine for me. Um, I'm playing on One X. It's okay. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it, it's not bad. So, Come, it, have it, you had hard crashes on One X? No, I haven't. Wow, that's pretty good. Considering yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about you, Zach? Have you been playing? I have. I've been playing on PC. I've had so far. I've had no performance issues. Like I've I've been locked at a at a sixty frames. I turn. I also turned off like the film grain, the motion blur, the chromatic aberration, like all of that stuff to to help with just the look of it because it looks better too. Um, but yeah, like Caden said, it's still not, it's still not per- like I have a I, like fucking good PC, uh, and it's still, man, like it, it, for me, it's the bugs and the immersion, the immersion breaking bugs where it's like, you're in the middle of a conversation on the phone while driving and it's like a really heavy story beat, but then your care, your naked character T poses out of the front of the car <laughs> and it's like, no, it's like, no, wait, what just happened? <laughs> like, wait, whoa, 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 Zach is, hold on. He's demonstrating I, with the T pose. He just fell out of his chair. Hey, it's, hey, it's, Evan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and ask me if I'm playing the game. Well, I know you're not playing it yet. I know you're not absolutely not, not playing yeah. the damn game. I'm not playing it. I don't. I I didn't buy into the hype. I didn't buy into anything. I mean, I I saw a couple things that looked really neat. I mean, it's like I liked what they were trying to do, but for me. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm leaning too much into this. Um, I ended up really liking Fallout Three once it was done, actually done. But this felt like, as far as the marketing was concerned, a lot like how they built up Fallout Three. Hmm. When I finally got my hands on that game, it was a broken glitch. No, well, I'm was Fallout Three. It was oh, okay. a glitchy, yeah. broken mess at launch. <laughs> it was just a disaster. And you know, a couple months later, they fixed a bunch of they fixed a bunch of things, except for on the PlayStation platform. And <laughs> they made the game work, and it was the clout of the the brand name that carried it through that those couple like you know wiggly months. And I think Cyberpunk's going to end up doing the exact same thing, no matter yes. what yeah. yes. trials and tribulations so they go through yes. right now. No matter what the glitches are, in fact, I think it's actually helping them because it's turning it into a meme, if anything. Same thing happened to a lesser extent with Mass Effect Andromeda, where mm. people bought the game to see it break, and they wanted to see yeah. it. Not in by and large. Fallout, Fallout New Vegas was a, a famously a mess too. Yep. I mean, tons just, of bugs and stuff, and people love that game. You got a brand. You got a brand on that. You got a big name on it. You got a big studio on yep. it. Yep. I guarantee yep. you, you're going to end up pulling it out in the end, and especially <laughs> if it's this thing that's been like hyped up to infinity. Yeah, I, I think, well, Andromeda is like a different story. I, I don't think that went well for Bioware or Mass Effect. That put them in a I much mean, different no, situation. I mean, no, because the fans hated Those it. Those weird like that, memes but. at the beginning killed it. The, it, the, the crab walks is, it, and it everything. Did. It did. It got people interested in the brand again because of the, the stupid memes. It didn't withstand because they didn't fix anything and they didn't address yeah. any of that nonsense. But I don't, I don't think that CD Projekt Red is going to be like, 
Well, we Mass Effect Andromeda this no, onto the no, next no, game. No, absolutely no, not. They're no, fixing no, no, this no, no, stuff. They will, yeah. oh, and it will be it's, fine. It's all hands on deck. Yeah, yeah. they've got to fix it. And there's probably a lot to talk there about like developer crunch and stuff, and hopefully they're going to like let everybody take a step back from the trash fire and, and have a holiday okay. break, maybe, <laughs> and then come back to it in the new year for, for patches. But the ire that's out there about, about this game and the, the developers is is like uh, tangible, right? You, you don't have to go very far to, to kind of step in it. I, I would say like to to anybody who's like actually having like a pretty good time with the game, like just because it's buggy or broken doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. And I think also, but it's important to remember that like that's not everybody's experience as well, right? Like a lot of people are having issues with the game. I think there are issues with the game that aren't even bug related. There was like a pretty cool uh, thread I saw about how they're caching and uncaching um, Assets in the game basically stopped cars, basically just disappeared. Yeah. If you and turn the around, same with pedestrians and, too, right? NPCs, yes, yeah. like just and that's just how they're trying to work with like the memory limitations and and those versions of the game right now. Hilarious. Um, so it, and it's like going back to kind of like the presentation of it uh, and to your point earlier, Caden, of like how CD Projekt Red was able to kind of. Um, Show show journalists and influencers the best version of the game. That's not new, right? Like that happens no. with almost every game. You know, yep. if you have PR acting in good faith, everything works like it's supposed to, right? They'll let you choose what version of the game you can get. You know, if last gen to be PS4, or Xbox One, or PC. Uh, generally, reviewers get a chance to choose if those games are all like ready to show. But they absolutely are have the the keys to the kingdom and they'll be like oh yeah we, we just don't have any ps4 copies right now like that's how those kind of conversations can go mm -hmm. and i think that the the way that the game was shown early on was like a, a very calculated gamble right everything since like maybe the second delay has been in a calculated gamble by like somebody or a group of someone's who are making uh decisions in the best interest of a company right so either to increase their monetary gain they've they've decided to go this route of like we're going to ask for forgiveness instead of permission right this whole situation just feels very much like that like yeah. once they knew that the delays were going to hit in the way they were especially that second I, one for december I, I get the codes but but to try to limit what people could use in terms of footage and to ban even yeah, pc footage feels very yes feels very icky and controlling sure yes absolutely yeah yeah not not i i just wanted to 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 say like there, there's but, an extent but your, to this your point normalized. is well taken yeah yes. it's, it's normalized yeah. but but that has happened with other games too. Like they, people will, they, there's mm -hmm. the NDAs that you get for like game reviews can be like massive, right? Even if you do your own capture, they'll be like, hey, you can't show this, don't show this, show yeah. that. Or you don't I show think we've all signed game. a million NDAs at this yeah. point for a million different reasons. Well, it's just like, I've seen a lot of comments like asking about this, like saying like, why didn't, you know, so it's in such game developers or game reviewers just ask for, for PS4 or Xbox One versions. And people did. And the response yep. was like, hey, you can have one after the game comes out. Right. Yeah. Of so course, you can have one uh, later. <laughs> so I think it's just like for me, it's just been the severity of like the cover up or whatever you want to call it. You know, the severity yeah. of how the yes. games are are broken. Yeah. Um. The the size of this game at which like they they've decided to act in this way, and then the continued pattern of like this they they just gambled all of this credibility away. It's affected Microsoft and Sony in different ways because of the um because of the the uh, ep epilepsy stuff, right? Like they, yeah. they basically mm -hmm. called Sony and Microsoft cert process into question by getting that into right. a game that shipped. So now Microsoft and Sony both have to come up with new protocols and new procedures to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Or Well, they I kind mean, of exposed it as a rubber stamp. Exactly. I mean, right, which is, which said. I mean, 
in in one way, it's great because now we actually have eyes on those things, which a lot of people have been trying to point out as, yes. as far as accessibility yes. and 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 the way things are put together. If you have enough money, and we're going to talk about big business again because I'm going to loop it all back together. If you have Get enough them. money, you can just be just like, no, our brand is good enough to give you this money and you shut totally. up and just let it yes. go by, mm -hmm. which is exactly yep. what CD Projekt Red yes. did with yeah. everything that went into, you know, Cyberpunk 2077. They kept assuring everyone the entire time, we're taking our time with this, we're not crunching anyone. Lo and behold, what did we find out? You know, that we're, well, we're treating yeah. gamers with respect is what they said last year. We know we want to be honest with you. We're not going to crunch anybody. They crunched the hell out of this team. Yeah. And well, this, so I, I think you're also right. Disconnect between the actual like developers of the game and then the studio heads who basically said as much as we trusted that the devs would fix it in time. Like they <laughs> well, said, and they were, and they were giving interviews, they were giving interviews a month ago or, or telling investors it, it runs surprisingly well on the PS4 and the Xbox oh, one, right. Right. Console. which is, yeah, which so is surprisingly again, so well clearly, that it can even run. <laughs> it's so clearly a BS. disconnect between yes. the, the, between the C levels and the actual de developers at C. And again, and it's, it, go ahead. Zach. It's like, let Zach, finish. I want, I think he's trying to get through a, an idea here. Do you, Go on, Zach. Sorry. No, I mean, the, the, I mean, that's it's just it, it just it's it shows. I mean, it, like at this point, it's not it's it's just completely obvious. I mean, like they when they were uh, I, f I forget one of the one of the executives was which one was making a, a public statement and uh, specifically was addressing the point about like did this last delay to push Cyberpunk's release into December really do all that much? Like <laughs> it, it and it doesn't seem like it did. And their answer seemed to have just been. We we trusted that the developers would be able to get everything in working order in that one last delay period, and it's well, like yeah, that that should that should never like it, it. Just I don't know if like something's changed over at CD or if like there's uh, you know I mean w one thing to keep in mind is that uh, the scale of CD Projekt Red as both a development studio and just an overall company has increased massively with the success of Witcher Three. Like, and so you have to kind of keep in mind that there's probably multiple levels of communication to keep in order, but still like, to me, that is a very clear sign of a very large um, chasm between the development heads and the actual developers, or I, I should, maybe the a better word is like the developers and the, the C-levels and the executives that are yeah. the ones making yeah. all these public yeah, yeah, statements yeah. about the game. Yeah, sorry, I, go ahead, I also, Oh, God, sorry. sorry, never mind. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I, I just wanted to echo Caden's point a little bit, and I, I think this is an example of a big-name developer just kind of big-timing kind of everybody and uh, sort of using their reputation, uh, whether it's the certification process or the public communications, because I think the underlying uh, message to everything they said was, look, we're CD Projekt Red. We make great games. You can take it to the bank. If we say it's this way, then it's this way. And if we say it's fine, then it's fine. And I think Sony and Microsoft just took their word for it. I think we all, to some extent, not, yeah. not we all, because people have been raising some questions, but I think for the most part, people took their word for it. And, you know, uh, uh, they were uh, uh, not being truthful in a lot of sure. aspects. Well, it's, I, it's the yeah. overhype of it, and it's the it's like the last yes. Guardian syndrome in kind of a, a similar way, where it's like here's this legendary developer who has a, a established a pedigree for themselves, and yes. they yes. they get given a little bit too much of a runway, a little bit mm -hmm. you know, give them an inch, they'll take a mile type style of development, where it's like they 
clearly were given the benefit of the doubt from a very early stage in the development process and and just stringing it out like this is just an example of like you know it's the same that's why i say to bring up the last guardian comparison it's like that game took like eight years yep. to make or whatever yep. it's from team eco so everyone was like okay well it's going to be good which is definitely going to be good and then so of course when the game comes out after all of this hype and all of these delays the game is more closely resembles a last gen game than because that's when the development started on it that it's like of course the game's not going to meet expectations of course it's not going to like as become this like pinnacle hallmark of gaming as everyone's been hyping it to be and then the big, the big, I mean, like we get over it as consumers fairly easily, but it's like that leaves a huge stain on a studio. Like, yes, yes. I, and, I, and it, it yeah. sucks because like CDPR isn't doing themselves any favors right now with some of some of the like public messaging and some of like the PR choices and some of the very odd, not cool choices they've made in terms of like representation and mm-hmm. yeah, the actual game. It's just a, it's a fucking mess. It sucks. They, it sucks, said, but they did it to themselves. Yeah. I mean, they the, screwed up their reputation. The ultimate, the ultimate issue here is that I, Zach's right. There is a fundamental disconnect. You know, you know, something happens, there's a blowback. The, you know, the higher ups see all these things happen. It's like, Hey, you, whatever your job is, I don't even know your name. You fix this. And we have about this much time to do it. And they're tasked with figuring out the best way to navigate that without actually getting the tools or, you know, the funding <clears throat> to actually make those things happen properly. And then there's, you know, the the reaction to it. It's like, oh, we're, we're totally, you know, the messaging comes from up high. It doesn't actually come from the people making it. It's like, we're totally changing everything. We're making everything far more inclusive. We're taking a look at how everything performs. It'll be the perfect game. Don't worry about it. You're gonna love it. Everybody's gonna see it. And it's going to be the pinnacle of video games. And it comes out and everybody's like, well, there's representation issues here. There's the fact that the game doesn't run. There's the fact that even when it does run, it's still a buggy, glitchy mess. How did this happen? Where did all this come from? And I'm sure the developers, the actual developers, the people working on the game were just like, yo, this isn't done. We're gonna have problems because there's always at least a couple people who will speak up and they'll be like, oh no, don't worry about it is usually the response from the higher ups. Don't worry, they're fine. I, I, I will add, and I've, I've been playing it on the the 1X, and I've been enjoying it. I, I don't think it's the be-all, end-all game. I think it's a good game. I, I do feel like it is a game where the hype got out of control. <laughs> to to an extent, in my mind, and, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like we haven't seen a case like this since No Man's Sky, where I, the, I the hype just went nuts. And then, and then what was delivered, at least at first, just totally did not live up. Only in the case of No Man's Sky, that was from an unknown developer, an mm-hmm. indie studio. 11 this people. Is from, <laughs> this is from CD Projekt Red. So, uh, you know, this is much bigger, uh, much bigger budget, much bigger studio. So I, I, this, this I feel like, is the new gold standard for hype that got out of control. They, oh, yeah. They did. 100%. And they, I, it, I, I don't know if y'all, I, I'm curious what y'all think about this, if you agree with me or not, because I think a lot of... Uh, I think like Sony and Microsoft learned a very valuable, especially Sony learned a very valuable lesson from No Man's Sky in that a lot of the overhyping of No Man's Sky was directly fueled by 
Sony PR and like mm-hmm. them, you know, using their clout to get uh, hello, what's the guy's name from Hello Games? Sean Murray. Sean Murray. Sean Murray yeah. to get him on like late night talk shows and to like yes. get him in the in the in the circuits, just like absolutely hyping this game to an unrealistic stature. Well, yeah, he can weave a dream. Like out. the way he talks about his craft is infectious. Right. It's yeah, almost like the, Peter Molyneux pro- levels of like it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it sucks because like so, like PlayStation directly helped. Like Sean Murray by himself would have, you know, it's without PlayStation's like blessing that hype wouldn't have reached near the levels that it did. And so I think there was that very public admission of guilt. Um, I remember Shuhei Yoshida from from Sony specifically uh, called out himself as as being part of the process. He was like, look, like we got really excited. We were a little out of touch with like what the game actually was going to look like as running on the on, you know, boots on the ground. And like, I think they learned a lesson there because I, I. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember seeing that level of of like platform support around Cyberpunk. It was just kind of like let them do their thing. Let CDPR is like such a big. Uh, well, I mean, even Last that, of Us and Ghost of Tsushima don't get like they they were marketed pretty I, heavily, but I don't think that they put him up yeah. in, in that way. But I also yeah. feel like he was not ready for the level of attention that he got. No, he was not. To, they didn't like, prepare him at all. You know, this he wasn't. Uh, and this is no disrespect to him, but he wasn't working for a big time developer. And I think he was excited about his game and I think he was talking it up. So I, I think he got thrown into the deep end of the pool very quickly. And yeah, it just got completely out of the control. Uh, so I can forgive him more than I can forgive CD Projekt Red for, yeah. because they have experience shipping big games. They should have known. And, and I feel like they did know. And I feel like they kind of at the end tried to take a shortcut. And the reason yep. I feel like that happens is because they've, they, <clears throat> they did create them the, the, like this impossible scenario for them to solve. And what we got was the result of them saying like, this is now the best solution. This is the best course of action we have as a studio to like put this game out there. And in hindsight, yes. 2020, it's yes. like, yeah, you should have, uh, you know, delayed the next gen versions of the game. Maybe, maybe that wouldn't even have mattered since like, like we said, PS4 and PS5 version is basically the same right now. Xbox Series X version is enhanced, enhanced, which there's still like a lot of like cloudy wiggle room around that kind of language. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but like, what happened was like the result of them saying like, this is our best way forward into like whatever's yes. next. And there, there's like things that we can't see is like on the games press side. Like we don't know what these executives are talking about, what they're trying to do, what their goals are. It's obviously just to make as much money as possible. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's it, like in hindsight. Yeah. It's like, it's easy to kind of say like what, what could have been done. Like I think a lot of these issues could have been circumvented with just like good messaging and marketing around like, uh, you know, if they did pull that card of like, okay, we're not going to have simultaneous global launch on all platforms and had like a really strong messaging around that, like this is the best thing for the game. They, they could have gone that route and it would have maybe worked out better for them. Um, or if it didn't and you still got like the same level, like if there's just no way the developers could have produced a better version of that game on, on last gen, uh, then you would have gotten uh, like a poor outlook for next gen when that version finally comes out, right? Like they would have still released that and then it would have been People be like, oh yeah, okay. Well, Cyberpunk is not good. So just I mean, don't didn't didn't Crisis that. have that entire thing where it's just like, guess what? You can't run this game, and then everybody's just like, oh wow, we should probably beef up our rigs to be <laughs> able to run this game, and that was their whole marketing, and it worked. I mean, I feel like it could yeah. have worked here. It's like, guess what? You think you can't run? <laughs> you couldn't run Crisis? You definitely can't run Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I think ultimately it might end up like like it might be a type of situation where. 
I feel like in six months, we're going to be really interested to see what like the temperature is around that game. And and of course, to like Sean Murray's credit and Hello Games, like they they like revamped that game significantly. Won a won award at uh, the Game Awards for ongoing game or something um, in terms of what they were able to do, and they delivered a lot more of those promises that they were talking about early on. But yeah, it was just. It's all and in both instances. I think it's a good example of just how like the hype kind of runs away, away with with it. And, and what do you do as a developer, as like a marketer? You don't want to let that go to waste. Like the hype isn't bad because it's gonna means your game is gonna sell, which is like the primary focus of your job as somebody whose job it is to make sure that your video game sells very well. Um, which again, like Zach pointed out, there's a distinction between people who do that in the industry and people who are actually on the like in the code, right? Like making these games, doing art for these games, animation for these games. So. Uh, the, the parting yeah. message we all have to learn here is that game, game it's it's not like movies you know games are easy to make it's not, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal it really doesn't take that many resources or people and it's like if you can't get your game out in like a year you know it's just your fault sorry <laughs> so that's how i believe things <laughs> all right can we talk about anything except for cyberpunk yeah. all right let's <laughs> let's move on and talk uh other big news that happened the game awards obviously and uh, the last of us two uh ran the table almost yeah. i mean they got wow game of the year game direction narrative uh audio design uh, Laura Bailey won for Abby in terms of a performance win. So uh, a lot of the big ones, they just swept the table. Uh, just, a, you know, a, a real innovation and accessibility action adventure game. They won. it just goes on and on uh, other big winners. Uh, Hades won best indie games. That was a lot of people's pick uh, mine also for game of the year. Best action uh, too, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to say sure, maybe uh, I they beat out Doom. Yeah, they that. beat out Doom Eternal. Oh yeah, that's right. Too. The Final Fantasy VII remake won for best RPG. I think that was a good call. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima only won for art direction in terms of the big. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was surprising to me. I mean, I I kind of I almost kind of agree with that one for for them as far as the way the way the game looks, how how everything changes. It's deserved. It's just, it's, yeah. It's yeah. such a pretty not saying game. they didn't deserve it. Yeah, I mean because it did. Hades deserved uh, a lot more wins than they got. That's all. Yes, I'm gonna say about the game Among War. Us, Among Us won for best mobile game. Uh, it it kind of you know Half Life Alex won for VR. So uh, there were some you know uh, some uh, a lot of people thought I think that Half Life Alex should have at least been nominated for Game mm-hmm. of the Year, but oh, it's sure. VR. Wait, so was it not? No, not really. I thought it was. It was. No, the nominees for Game of the Year were Last of Us Part Two, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghosts of Tsushima, and Hades. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, at least, so- you know, the, the takeaway here is that Last of Us 2 swept the whole damn show and <laughs> 4chan gamers of the world cried And everyone everywhere. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> they decided they were wrong. It, and, this this yeah. day will live in infamy on, on 4chan. The day I that asked- Laura Bailey was vindicated for her role Laura's amazing I know Laura's Laura's performances are fantastic she's dedicated to her craft she really sold everything about this and I mean it's it really to a degree yeah it's vindication I mean she did such a great job and she always puts a lot of herself into those roles and she busts her ass and it's well deserved I would however like to say that I mean uh Logan Cunningham 
who plays Hades in Hades. Oh, yeah. Geez. Oh my God. Can't be. <laughs> it was so good. I, that's the thing. Like, there's character interactions in Hades that make me feel similar ways that character actions in The Last of Us Part Two do. Like, I, and they're yeah, just yeah. still images with text, and then the the like yeah. full view. Yeah. And like the characters and the characterizations of those characters are so so strong in that game. I think there's. I'm I'm happy he was nominated. I'm yeah. happy he was nominated because the nomination itself is well deserved entirely. What is that? What is that style where yeah you just put up a big character portrait and dialogue? Uh, visual you know novel I, style. Visual actually. Okay, yeah, 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 that is okay. Yeah, but I I just always think of Professor Layton for some. I mean, no, that's yeah. you're you're on point. That's exactly what it is. But uh, let's see. Like I, I think I, about I, like I, the I, Greek <laughs> gods, right? And I've never in my mind kind of like like you think about Zeus and you're like, okay, I kind of know how Zeus looks and sounds. But now He's like got a beard. Yeah, but now there's all these other like I have all these other like. Uh, representations in my mind for what these Greek gods sound and act like now, which I just yeah, didn't have yeah. before, right? Like, and the amount of the amount of voice acting, the amount of dialogue, so just the sheer number. And on top of that, oh, it's a good roguelike too. Like it's, it, a, it, it's um, an amazingly fun roguelike, just, and it's also yeah, more accessible than most roguelikes. Absolutely, because they don't they don't just sort of uh, hard reset you every time. So it's more of a roguelite, I, yes, I assume. But I, I like those. I, I still like those. So yeah. Uh, hey. A nephew. good game, a, a good year though. I, I feel like overall, I mean, we had some some heavy hitters, uh, and and I do feel like yes, uh, speak of the devil. Once Cyberpunk gets all its issues ironed out, yeah. I do feel like I it's mean, a it's good fine, game. Whatever, it, it, but but you only get a you only get one chance to make a first impression, and uh, anyway. True. That is, uh, so yeah, that was the Game Awards. Um, and let's talk really quickly about Twitch. They, <laughs> yes. Uh, they broke some news yesterday. Well, The words that Wednesday. shall never be named. They mm. have banned three more words. And in this case, it is, they have banned simp, <laughs> incel, and virgin. Yes. What when does everybody used, think? When, when there's, 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 it's like when used in a harassing tone, there is an asterisk there. Yeah, uh, I guess honestly, if you just sort of called yourself a simp, that would be yeah, well, like I mean, self harassment and listen, also against yeah, Twitch's like, TOS. That is my whole personality. So listen, uh, we're all simps for, for 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 our own favorite video game characters. We all know that, you know. But I think this is kind of a show of good faith to a degree. I mean, yes, that little bit of like. Oh wow! I can't believe they're banning simp and virgin. <laughs> it just seems, you know, weird that they're doing that. That yeah. became the big headline of it. But like the back end of it is, they're actually taking anti-harassment stuff seriously, which is great. And uh, I do think it's really funny that people are blowing that little part out of proportion to a massive degree. I don't think anybody's going to get like completely banned off of Twitch for saying, I'm such a simp for the level, you're gonna be fine. But it's, it is to the fact that they're taking a look at tonality and usage of words, not just how words, you know, it's like just the word itself. It, it shows that they're actually doing some work, which uh, I've been apprehensive about Twitch in, in what they've been doing a for lot. Reason, because a lot yeah. of it, I mean, it's been a lot of performative stuff lately. And a lot of us have felt that way. And the fact that they're taking this to this degree, I mean, eh, I mean, it, it's it's a step. It's, it's a they, weird step. They, it's a step. It's, we we brought this up in today's episode of the uh, of the daily on Thursday's daily. If you're listening to this Friday or later, um, the it reminds me a lot of the way that 
um, Infinity Ward addressed some of the, the, the toxic uh, community aspects of modern warfare and Call of Duty Modern Warfare, where it was <laughs> like, okay, this is like beyond a meme at this point. Everyone knows how just how toxic this community can be. So we're going to take some steps. It was very performative steps. We're going to take some steps to like really try to fix this community. And it was like, all right, now you can't make your username have the N word. But then it's like, okay, well, we're pre- we'll replace the I with a number one. And it's like, oh, you got us. I guess that's okay. And then it's like, okay, well, why don't you like actually go in and like fix some of the harassment issues, make your reporting tools better, mm-hmm. make sure that these, like there are more consequences for people that are clearly abusing the system. And then it's like, no dude, we're going to make a, a, a flash screen that says, Hey, we here at infinity word agree that black lives matter, but we're going to put that text over like an Apache helicopter firebombing a village. And it was just like, this is very performative <laughs> band-aid over like deep yes. wounds shit and it's not helping it's it's clearly just to like satiate like the that bare minimum PR status quo, you know. Yeah, I think like Twitch has just not even the best track record for enforcing their terms of service. It seems super wishy-washy they, they with do not. <laughs> who they decide to to like no. come after, yeah. So it's just it's been frustrating all around. And they chose these specific words, but there's probably other words out there that are much worse or the more problematic. Is, it's probably like there's, there's probably stuff buried in there. I mean, there's some really interesting stuff. It's like uh, things that are now against terms of service and so on and so forth. These things are prohibited, expressly prohibited, inciting malicious raids on another person's social media profiles, even off of Twitch, you know, Claiming uh, the victim of a well-documented violent tragedy is a crisis actor or lying, you know, things that are more things like encouraging DDoS attacks, you know, hacks and so on and so forth. They're actually making standpoints here. They're they're saying it's like, no, 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 we're going to be actually active against this stuff. If you're using our platform to do this stuff, even off of our platform, we are going to, you know, use this and say it's like, hey, you're banned from us forever. And we're going to use this as, you know, it's like, hey, this is evidence that this person did this. So it's actually kind of nice to a degree, like how how detailed this went in there. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, it is just very funny that they're banning the word simp. <laughs> That's why it's a headline. All right. So we will see how this all shakes out for Twitch. But hey, good luck to all the mods out there <laughs> keeping the word simp. Uh, band. <laughs> Best of luck to y'all. Uh, we're going to get to the questions in just a second, but first, let's talk about Lumen Skin. Here is the cold hard truth, guys. Your skin has needs. If you want it to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need to address them now. You might not know where to start. I totally get it, but there's a company that takes all the guesswork out of it for you, Lumen. They're on a mission to help men give the amazing skin they deserve through high-quality, expert-curated products delivered right to your door. I have the moisturizing balm. I use it every morning now after the shower. It's great. I never thought to moisturize before. That was a huge mistake. Uh, It is totally, there's no peeling, especially in the winter. Just helps me keep looking nice. Uh, You can choose from different skin concerns to address. Mine is super dry, or you can pick up a simple starter pack for free. You deserve to look and feel your best. Here's where you start. Go to lumenskin.com slash send news to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That's lumenskin.com slash send news to get your first month free lumenskin.com slash send news. All right, let's get to the questions first from Roger ATX. 
Is CD Projekt Red going to suffer for their 2077 launch woes? And will EA Play really come to Xbox Game Pass for PC? Um, I, yes, I no, think they're, in that order. I think they're, yes, their <laughs> reputation has taken a hit. Uh, definitely. Um, I don't know about the EA Play. It'll it'll be fine. I think it'll be there eventually. I've I was I, I was waiting for it. I cancel I'm I as of this month I'm canceling my PC game pass. It's it's so broken and barely works. Wow. Hey, really? You've been having that many my I've had so many perfectly. I've had so many issues. I I'm not kidding when I say three quarters of the games that I've downloaded won't even run. That's pretty weird. And I've seen a lot of people with similar issues. Like I, it's, huh. I've tried a bajillion different fixes. Oh, I, mm. yeah, it's not. So I'm just like, fuck it. Okay. I'm, and it, and they told me when I, I went to cancel it, it was like, but is there anything that we could do to make you stay? And I was like, yeah, fix your platform. Period. <laughs> right. Just fix it from <laughs> the bottom the, up. Fix right. the actual service. Yeah. Yeah. That you want. Game Pass um, console. Great. Game Pass PC is very I, much still a beta. CDPR took their took their hit. They they and they'll be fine after that. Honestly, they already took the hit that they're going to take, and I don't think that they're going to struggle that much through this. The actual developers, what's helping them again, is people have short memories. Yeah, yeah the actual developers themselves are going to be like beating themselves up about a lot of this, but the company itself, they'll be fine. Doesn't it's going to be ten years <laughs> before the next CD Projekt Red game. That like real like legitimately like huge AAA CD Projekt Red game. It'll be something similar between six to ten years. I mean, I know they have like smaller like card game stuff that they work on. But can't wait for Cyberpunk Gwent. They all they're also tied into GOG, right? Like that's part of their their company. Like I don't think people are getting laid they're off fine. over this. I think like the reputation takes no, a hit, and no. everybody will be like, hmm. But they're still if the game looks dope, people are gonna be like, oh, I can't wait to play no that doubt. all over again. Yeah, no doubt. Be fine. Yeah. No doubt. And uh, um. Yeah. Next question, Elvis, aka Geezer. Oh, I know you, Elvis. Hope you all have an amazing rest of the year. I know it's been pretty uh s-e-s-h-i-t-t-y you have all done such an amazing job making it a bit amazing for us all uh elvis that is not a question but thank you very much yeah, thanks that's very um, nice sentiment thank you elvis matthew cox since it's delayed until fall next year and knowing how bad the demo looked do you think microsoft knowingly lied about infinite's launch release to sell xbox pre-orders once you man- actually manage to pre-order one, are you really going to cancel? So uh, did they, I think they're asking. Oh, Halo they Infinite. Know- yes. Yeah, Halo Infinite. Sorry, that took me. Um, I, was like- I don't, I, I, to me, I think that July gameplay reveal really threw them for a loop. And I don't think they were expecting to get the backlash they were getting. That's, that's my main takeaway from that. Agreed. I think that, that somewhere on an executive desk there is option A and option B with depending on how Halo showed. I think they did have an in, inclination of how things would go. The the, the delay mm-hmm. came too soon after that uh, um, after that demo for it not to for it to have been reactionary. I feel like you don't make like a big decision like that like over the course of a week. I don't think at least I don't think. Yeah. My suspicion is yeah. like they had a plan for if like the game showed and it was mostly okay, then they wouldn't have to delay it. But if people like caught on and things went bad, then they're gonna like okay, open up, break the glass, and and this is like the emergency strategy. So I think it's premeditated in that way. I don't think mm. that they would have lied about Halo Infinite. You know, like they they don't they wanted that game to come out with with the launch, and they wanted to try to do everything possible. The thing that they did differently than than what CD Projekt Red did is like Microsoft was like, okay, we'll take the loss, we'll take the hit, because ultimately what yes. we're trying to build yes. is more important than this one particular game. Yes, um, 
And, and they delayed it like far into the future yeah. too. And they yeah. still haven't given next it a fall, like a year into the future. Yeah. The they thing said is, next fall, like, yeah. They never actually gave a release date. They never said no. when Infinite was going to come There's out. There's a so reason for that. Was yeah. it was it really a delay or was it just like, well, let's see how this goes. And <laughs> well, they definitely moved to window. Infinite and that the development will <laughs> Literally never end. Yeah. So Halo uh, infinitely <laughs> waiting. Right. Yep. Yep. It's a good point, though. Uh, Microsoft's a huge company. They can afford to delay that as long as yep. they need. CD Projekt Red. That is that is that game is the company right That's now. The bread and butter. Yes, it is. That's that they is it. Yes, they had to put that out. So I, I yeah. <laughs> Listen, That's the I difference between say, a trillion dollar company and, and a, a billion, you know, $80 billion. Dollar. Yeah. I, I will say that the stuff that they dropped during that, hey, look, we're delaying it. It looks real good. I'm like uh, still hung up on that that yeah. scorpion punch armor coating. It looks so tasty. And, and it's yeah. just like I, the black and yeah. red. Yeah, I'm such a sucker for it. It's like it's so sleek. I love it so much. Oh, wait, I'll happily wait. Don't crunch your employees, please. Oh, agreed. That's not going to happen. Ray please. Joy asks... Is there any games you guys are playing for the holidays or recommend playing for the holidays? Uh, good question. I'm going to hit Super Meat Boy forever <laughs> real hard when it comes out on December 23rd because I think it's uh, and I think it's Switch, uh, at least console exclusive for now. Uh, I'm still playing Cyberpunk. I'm uh, still uh, uh, doing Slay the Spire. I I need to beat it with all three characters and then get to the sort of the true ending. No spoilers. But yeah, those are mine. I'll probably just be spending mm. a lot more time with Cyberpunk. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of in the thralls of getting all our holiday, holiday content like prepped and shipped, uh, scheduled and all that. So I haven't had as much time to play it as I want. So I'll probably just mostly spend time playing that game and catching up on a bunch of indies that I missed uh, between now and like a couple months ago. Yeah, I'll probably replay Hades. I'm going to probably play Monster Sanctuary. Mm. I'll, I'll play my fallbacks that I love doing for like chill gameplay, like Valhalla and Coffee Talk. But I'm finally going to invest all my time into uh, Miles Morales and mm. I'm going to platinum that a couple times because I'm such a sucker for, for everything Spider-Man. You're a huge Spider-Man fan, yes. I am. I'm also, very... Monster Sanctuary looks cool. I, I want to I get your it's... opinion on that when you're done. It's or, or, I, I'm very excited you, for it. It, it also yeah. came to Game Pass uh, on PC. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, so, Zach, uh, you can't play it. Uh, Brian, <laughs> you should be able to. Yeah. Zach, Zach what, are what are you, you playing? What are you playing? Yeah. Let me tell you about a little game called Cuisine Royale. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I, 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 <laughs> that's another topic for another day. They rebranded. It's cool. Uh, the uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'll dedicate some more time to Cyberpunk for sure. Um, I got really into daisy recently um so i'm sure i'll be playing a, a nice chunk of that um i started <sighs> brian you may want to earmuffs for this i started dragon quest 11 and i don't oh! i don't i don't like it oh. i don't i don't i don't love it i th i think what a I, however with one big caveat it seems that that there's like the, the the early stage of the game that i'm in the combat is not representative of how i it it will be ongoing because like I've a lot of footage I've seen makes it look like it's a turn-based RPG or something, it is, but like, yeah. mm -hmm. but I, I'm in, I, I, I like for me, I, I'm, I just did the, um, go up to the, to the, the mountain top thing, like the opening mission. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was like, it's like an action RPG where like you make selections inside a circle oh, and then you run around. Yeah. And, 
and I'm like, is this what the combat is no, always no, going to be? It's not. No, it's not. It's a it's weird way to, to kick that game off because I didn't I was like, this is not fun for me. Like I would rather just this just be a, a straight up turn based RPG. So it's it's turn based, yeah. Stick with it. You'll be fine. Stick with it. There you go. Yeah, okay. you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, Keep playing the damn game, a, Zach. <laughs> this, that's right. I couldn't agree more. Uh, this is a good question from Mason. What game do you use to benchmark new equipment? Uh, like consoles, controllers, mm. TVs, etc. Mm, okay. That's a good, I guess okay. Cyberpunk is the new yeah, one. Let me tell you about one, yeah. a little game called Cuisine Royale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been using uh, No Man's Sky actually uh, oh. because mm-hmm. of the, the the generation and everything. Like, because it has to generate on the kind of like immediately when you're landing, it just has to populate everything. And it's like, if it can't do that, then I don't necessarily yeah. think that you know my my hardware is beefy enough for it. I think it's a it's a it's a solid middle of the road, nice little benchmark to hit. I'm not expecting to get you know ultra out of most of my stuff. I just want to play the damn game. <laughs> For me, it's right. Destiny 2. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. fair. Good call. Yep, that's fair. Yeah, I don't really... I feel like I don't play on PC enough for it to matter, so I just don't care as much. But yeah, yeah same I just here. like mess yeah. around and then see how things feel. Uh, like for controller stuff, I'll obviously like want to try like a platforming-based game. And just... It's, it, it's like that type of feel for like controllers, I think, is like a month-long process of testing whereas like you know to see how like specs run in a game or something i feel like you can pretty much like check a web form to see like i'm usually someone who'll just look to say like oh what's the best version of this game and either can i run this.com yeah or not (laughs) care you know that's how i roll if i'm if i'm playing like a cloud based thing like whenever uh and i i kind of come in and out of stadia i'll always check uh destiny 2 to see how it performs yeah that Uh, seems like a good one yeah yeah, yeah, just for reflexes and things. Um, okay, let's do one more. EJ Asurian, what are some games y'all are looking forward to next year? Good question. Oh, gosh. Halo Infinite, definitely for me. Um, I'm, I'm still look, looking forward to The Ascent, which is an Xbox Series X slash PC game that's supposed to be coming next year. It was supposed to come out at launch or before the end of the year but it didn't so i'm so it's like an isometric kind of action uh action game so yeah i'm looking forward to that it's like a cyberpunk setting and, and it looks really cool the art looks really cool uh but yeah that and halo are probably the biggest ones for me yeah i would i for me uh far cry 6 looks cool um and i would i, I don't know if it's coming out out next year but i got my fingers crossed for breath of the wild too. yes oh yeah uh, that would, yeah. That would yeah. be awesome that would take the game i mean easily i mean saying saying yeah breath of the wild 2 halo infinite probably probably way up there but the first month of the first month of 2021 is gonna be really good to me arno surge dx cl no surge dx disgaea 6 <laughs> the medium, oh disgaea 6 that's right yakuza remastered collection oh, rezero oh it's just don't so forget chorvis is coming out oh <laughs> right i i mean you joke but i think it looks kind of cool what is that's like a spaceship shooter right yeah <laughs> yeah there, i think uh, I, I'd say for me, uh, Hitman three is up there. there um, I'm really curious about, about death loop. Oh, good one. That's probably uh, it actually. Damn. Uh, I, I'm super curious about the, the Harry Potter game, the Hogwarts legacy, uh, game. I want to see if that, if that ends up coming out <laughs> next year, I'm curious to see what that, the actual game is. And then 
I, I guess you already mentioned Breath of the Wild too, but um, in a similar vein, um, uh, Horizon Two. Horizon oh, Horizon Forbidden Two. West. Yeah. Oh, is uh, that speaking of twos, uh, Bravely Default Two comes out That's next right, year too. Yes. Yes. Super hyped for that. Awesome. Yep. Me too. Uh, I forgot how much um, I want Deathloop to come out. That's definitely mine. Yeah. <laughs> Deathloop's so interesting. I'm so excited. Me too. Oh, oh wait, um, okay. wait, wait. Oh, Hood sorry. Outlaws and Legends. Hood Outlaws and Legends because I'm fucking a simp for anything Robin Hood. I will take it. Well, now me. you just got our podcast. Yeah, I think the Twitch police are right away. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you have a great week and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.